Welcome back to Ruin Adults, everyone. Um, today's episode is going to be different from what we normally discuss on Ruin Adults. Um, today's episode, we aren't going to be discussing any TV shows um, or literature, like as we normally would. We are talking about the Black Lives Matter movement um, because we think it is a very important issue that we should be discussing, especially since we have um, a platform to discuss it on like our podcast isn't very big um but Shakira and I feel that we cannot continue on with our normal episodes without discussing um this issue which is so prevalent in our society right now um we would have discussed this topic sooner but we've had a plethora of um of a issues. Plethora. <laughs> That's the word, right? A plethora of issues. Um, so Mainly like, me. Shakira's mic broke, um, and then Shakira's had some health issues, and then I didn't have access to my mic. So we did want to make this um, episode sooner. sooner um, and I am very sorry it's coming out so late, um, but um, I th- we wanted to make it now anyway because. Um, I feel it's important that we show our support for such an important movement. Um, but yeah, no, um, it's hard to discuss because Shakira and I are white women and we are very privileged in that sense because we are white and we've always been privileged. We are inherently more privileged than a majority of people in the world. Um, so I think issues like this are difficult to discuss. Um, I like always am worried that I'm treading on people's toes when I discuss racism. Um, and like I never want to cause anyone any offence um, when I try and discuss racism. But something I've realised like in the last few weeks is that um, I need to use my voice and amplify black people and black people's voices in any way that I can um, and that to be a good ally like there have to be uncomfortable conversations um, right now more so than ever um, so I think it is very important for any white people listening that um, you use your voice in a positive way and try and amplify um, black people as much as you possibly can. Um, there is obviously so much happening in the world, especially in America, but you know, here in the UK, we've also been having a lot of protests, um, which is all very good um, and I support them fully. And I know Shakira, you support them fully too. Yes. Um, I think it's just a very important subject that um, we, that everyone should be addressing um, right now. Yeah. Um, but like, I have a list of charities, um, some literature and some TV shows that I thought um, we could put out here on the podcast. So if anyone's listening and would like to donate or sign any petitions or read any literature or watch any documentaries around the subject to educate yourselves more, um, then like it would be helpful for us to 
put those out into the world because I've definitely found like literature right now has definitely been helping me to educate myself more on racial issues that like I never would have previously thought about um if like I had if all of this hadn't happened um and it's it's made me realize that I am I've always known like you know you and me have always been very privileged people yeah because we are white and um we've never ever had to think about you know half of the things that black people have to think about on a daily basis um like I've never once sat there and thought you know when me and my mum are driving in a car like that we might get pulled over by the police for no reason like that's never a thought that's crossed my mind um I've I've been in a car when my when my dad's been um, pulled over by the police, and we've both never like my dad hates the police. He's ad- adamantly hates them, um, but he grew up in Luton, so it's no surprise, and he was always in trouble. But um, I've never once thought that, or even been scared mm-hmm. to like to be in a car when. Or like to be in a place and be pulled over by the police. I've never, I've never been scared to, and I can't imagine what it'd be feel like because obviously, I don't have that fear. Like, because of the color of my skin, I don't have the fear that I'm gonna get hurt or arrested or, or, unload, charged with something. Or murdered. It's, it's, or murdered. No, I've never had that thought because it was. It's just something that I've I've grown up with. And then I can't understand, like, I can't understand, like, I, I can't understand police brutality at all. I don't see the need for it. No. I don't even understand why they do it. Because it's just outrageous. Like, I always wa- I wanted to be part of the police when I was younger. I don't want to be part of a police of today. Mm-hmm. Like, you have good police. I get there are some good police that are still out there. Like, not all the police can be put under this bad cop sort of thing, but... When you hear about police brutality and, and you you read the stories and, and you see everything happen and you watch it, like I watched a video earlier that was just 100% police brutality and I was like, why? Why did they feel in that thing? Because like, there was a guy who was being arrested. He wasn't resisting, he was just stood there and this police officer just punched him. And I was like, why? He's not... It, like even if he if he said something, yeah. it still doesn't justify punching someone. Like words can't hurt you. Why do you feel the need to hurt someone else? Like why do you feel the need to potentially hurt and murder someone mm-hmm. because you don't like them? Like yeah. I don't, I just, I just can't fathom it because you, well, as part of the police, you you have an oath to protect and serve. But you're not supposed to go against it because it's just it makes me mad. <laughs> like no, it, I had an whole argument about this because I was like, it's awful. Like no, you read I, about I everything that happens in America. People. Yeah, you read about everything that happens in America, and and you get people here who are like, well, that never happens in England. It does happen. It does happen you just don't want to read about it. You don't want to notice it because when you notice it, you start to think you're like, well, this is wrong. And then you're like, then you have that option. You're like, do I say something or do I not? And most of the time, like people here, they won't say anything. No. And it's awful, cause you should. 
Yeah. You should. It. And I was just. It makes me mad. No, it makes (laughs) me mad. It really does. Because, like, I think, you know, the UK, we aren't innocent at all. We are inherently a racist country, and our system is inherently racist as well. Um. You know, casual everyday racism is something that is very prevalent within our country and um, it doesn't get talked about enough and it is very much swept under the rug and it, like, it happens over here so much more than people think and so much more than like you know you and I probably even realize because again Mm. we're white and we aren't subjected to any kind of racial prejudice um but yeah no not once like um when I was younger um I was in a car crash with my dad and my brother we a policeman backed into our car um and he basically the 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 windows all caved in and there was glass everywhere but never once, like, when this policeman was coming up to kind of... The policeman blamed it on us, which was wrong, because it wasn't our fault anyway, but it's that's not terrible. the point. Not, not once did I think, okay, this policeman is going to shoot me now, because... Yeah. Like, that's never a thought. I've never had to think about, you know, my actions um, possibly getting me killed because yeah. of, of my skin colour. Um, yeah. that's just not something that's ever I've ever had to think about. So I can't imagine, and I can never truly understand, um, yeah. neither of us can, what that no. must feel like for, for people of colour and black people. Um, and it's, it's awful. And it is something that needs to change in our system, and in America's system. Um, and I'm sure in many, many other countries as well. It's not just an America and UK problem. I'm sure in a number of countries all around the world, they are still having issues like we're having and America is having. Um, but no, I, 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 it, something needs to change. Um, and I want to do whatever I can to help with that change. Um, Something as well that I, I, I briefly want to touch on is the fact that um, it is Pride Month this month. Um, it is. Happy Pride to all. Happy Pride to everyone. Um, as you guys will know, I'm bi, so I am very active in the LGBT community. And um, something I just want to quickly say is, like, black queer people matter too. And our community yes. should be protecting black LGBT people. Um, especially black trans people, because I know there have been so many murders for black trans people right now. Um, and I think as a community, we need to amplify black people's voices in the LGBT community because again, black people in our community are very much pushed to the side when, you know, a lot of black people fought for our rights, um, at Stonewall and, um... I think it's also an, a subject that is very much pushed under the rug as well in our community. And it's very um, white-centric, the LGBT community at times. So I think something yeah. within the community there needs to change too. Um, so the, um, the story I was reading earlier 
uh, about when I was talking to you about lynching, because mm-hmm. I was like, that shouldn't be a thing. That's outrageous. I have questionable morals, like a lot of murders I don't care about, but that's outrageous. That one of the worst things that I know, and like all these murders that happen without question, without anything, because. I read it and then they were the, the the comment under it was the police aren't going to investigate because of lack of public like <laughs> lack of public oh what's the word <laughs> um witnesses no attention lack of public attention when did the police get to the point where they are just as bad as social media as as media is as a news because there is a lack of public interest in a murder does not mean and does not clarify that you don't investigate that. Yeah, no. And you just wipe it under the rug like a suicide. That person, that woman, because it was it was a, a black trans woman who was murdered, who, she was lynched. And you, you know when someone's lynched and when someone's committed suicide. Those are two very different things. Yeah, no, that, they are very different things. That's disgusting. And that is outrageous. Um, I I cannot believe the police have stooped so low that they go, oh, there's not enough public interest, I'm not going to investigate, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to stab the steel of suicide. Suicide still, I believe, in some places, illegal. Like, as much as it's bad, because suicide is illegal somewhere, somewhere in the world, that's still a crime. If you label it as suicide, yeah. I, what what point do you go? Ah, people don't care. People do care. I think that the the like whatever like situation has happened to someone, like whether you know whatever's happened, the police should be doing a full investigation on, especially in murder cases, because someone has yeah. literally been murdered by someone else's hand. Um. For them to just say, oh, you know, this doesn't have enough public attention, so we're going to act like it never happened, and we aren't going to investigate, is disgusting. Not just for the victim, but for the victim's family. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, you know, one of your loved ones is murdered, and the police say, you know what, this hasn't garnered enough public attention, we're not going to investigate it, sorry. How heartbroken would you, you? You'd be so angry. I I would be angry, and then I would turn to violence because I'm I'm a naturally violent person. That is the worst thing that could possibly be me. I am naturally violent, but if I wasn't being heard and I wasn't being listened to, and someone that I knew wasn't being treated properly, whose yeah. death wasn't being treated properly, I would then turn to violence because no one's listening and only when violence happens do people start to listen yeah which people is... are like oh this person's being violent this person's happening this yeah. is happening why is this happening which is obviously it's, it's awful why like so many of the peaceful protests are turning violent because yeah. you know people aren't listening it, it's all very well like i am very behind peaceful protests because that's the kind yeah. of person i am but I, in no way, um, uh, what's the word? Um, condone? No, I think it's the opposite of condone. <laughs> condone means saying yes. You know that, right? Yeah. 
trying to do English. What are you trying to say? I um I I support when okay. the protests get violent as well because I understand why those people are behaving violently because they haven't been listened to yeah. for so long and, and people continue not to listen. And you're not and they're not even sure whether they're gonna be listened to. And most of the time the the reason protests peaceful protests get violent is because of the police in the first place so yes you have people who are attacking the police but can you like can you really blame them because for so long black people have been oppressed in so many different ways and like to this day they're still oppressed in so many different ways in ways that oppression shouldn't be a thing no, it shouldn't, shouldn't be a thing, thing anymore. Everyone should be able to be safe and mm-hmm. live peacefully in whatever way they choose to live. Um, but black people don't have that option right now. And, you know, the re- like that how everything is playing out right now is totally 100% justifiable in, in my eyes. Like, yeah. whatever they need to do, and whatever, like, I can help the community to do and whatever anyone else um, who's white can help the community to do, we should all be doing for them because it isn't okay anymore and we can't just sit on the sidelines and act like nothing is happening because it is and it's been happening for so long. It's just an awful, awful thing. It is. I don't um, know why in 2020 it is still a thing. Like slavery be. hasn't been a, a proper, like highlighted thing for years now. We don't like it. It hasn't been there. The the, the annoying part is we don't talk about um, slavery in history at all. No, we, we don't, don't talk about it in our GCSEs. We, we, we don't brush talk... against it briefly in like in that period of time where you learn about. Um. Oh, what is it? Because I know I've I've learned tiny bits of it, tiny bits of information, but not all of it. Like, but I think I did that by myself because I was doing the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And obviously, he was a big part of the slavery movement, yeah. like of getting it abolished and stuff. Um. So I only learned a brief bit about slavery, but I never learned a lot. Like. Yeah. It's not but, highlighted. like, that information, you had to kind of go out and find for yourself Martin Luther anyway. King. That was... Martin Luther King and we, Rosa Parks. We learned very briefly about Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. Yeah. But even then, it wasn't enough. And, you know, the UK, we, we are terrible in our racism, and we have been for yeah. so long. And black history is something we just don't learn about, really, at all. No. If it's not World War One or Two, all the Tudors, not, we know nothing. It's somehow about not it. relevant. <laughs> somehow we deem it like the education system deems it not relevant, but yeah. it is relevant, and it's clear today that it is relevant. So maybe the education system should look at it and go, actually, we should teach people about this because it's a really bad problem. And if mm-hmm. we teach them the correct way to dealing with these things and the correct way of looking at it and understanding the point of view of like if white people started to understand the point of view 
of black people, of people with the minority ethnic backgrounds, maybe maybe they could just stop with the racism. Like, because it, it just... I don't like it. It's horrible. <laughs> I, I think it, it, it is a massive problem in our education system, in in history, in the literature we learn. We, we learn a very white literature in school, um, in, 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 in A-levels, even in my university degree, a lot of the literature I learned was from a very white-based canon, which is wrong because there are so did, many brilliant black authors out there. Yeah, did we at any point in secondary school learn or read? No. There is not a single book in secondary school that we read that was by a black author. Not a single one. That's atrocious. Which, which is crazy when you like really think about it. Um, because there's so many brilliant black authors out there and they just aren't really talked about. Um, there's yeah our education system is very broken um and it's very um it is a very white centric education which isn't fair for for anyone but especially for black students who you know and for white people who need to learn about um black history as well because we should be learning about it um so something needs to change there for certain because it's wrong and it's it's horrible but yeah, no, um, I, there's a bunch of links that I wanted to put out there, um, some literature, some TV shows, and then there's some LGBTQ plus, um, black literature that I wanted to quickly put out there as well in case anyone wanted to look at that too. Which I hope people do. They should do. Because... Um, they, the stories all sound wonderful, so, like, from the, from the LGBTQ plus black authors, they're all, um, fiction stories, but yeah, so I'm just gonna say all the links that I currently have on, in my notes. So we have, um, Black Lives Matter, which, um, if you go to their website, they provide a list of links for donations and petitions to be signed, so, again, all these links are gonna be put in our description box for this episode. You can go to, um, there's a stream on YouTube, which is at youtube.com slash watch question mark V equals BCGLA 25 FDHM and sign feature equals YouTube dot B, um, which is a stream basically which donates to Black Lives Matter through um, ad revenue. So if you take your ad blocker off, um, you can watch the stream and it will donate automatically through ad revenue. There's George Floyd's GoFundMe, which, you know, you should probably all go try and donate to if you possibly can. George and his family deserve the justice, um, any justice they can get. Those yeah. people that murdered George should be put in prison to rot for a very, very, very long time. They um, should. You don't just ignore someone when they say they can't breathe. You don't ignore them. For eight minutes and 46 seconds... It's just, I you can't don't even, even put them in any form of choking. Because the, there are other ways to restrain a person without choking them. There, yeah, the, the, there should never have been any choking involved, any knee or neck involved action ever. It was never, never ever the right action to take. It's just, 
over any crime, no matter what the crime is, you never ever take someone's life over it. No. Um. Sorry if you heard that. That was a loud car outside. Car outside. Um. Are they listen to music. Uh, yeah, people doing their cars. Um. Yeah. <laughs> people doing their cars. <laughs> their cars. <laughs> Weird, right? Um, you can go donate directly at blacklivesmatter.com. Um, there's this massive Google Doc with a ton of links that you can go donate to um, bail funds and petitions to be signed. So I'm going to put the massive Google Doc link in the description because it's too long to read out. Um, there's the Black Visions Collective, which you can go and donate to. The Bail Project, um, which you can go and donate to. And then some literature like which is non-fiction but talks about racism um, that you might be interested in going to read or listening to on Audible. There's Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race by Renee Edo-Lodge, um, which I actually started to read and, and so far I found it very informative. Um, there's Me and White Supremacy by Layla Said, uh, White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo, um, and Natives, Race and Class in the Ruins of Empire by the rapper Akala. Um, and then some TV shows that you might be interested in going to watch. There's 13th, which is a documentary on um, Netflix. These are all on Netflix, by the way. Netflix currently has a um, Black Lives Matter um, category. So if you ha- like want to watch anything to do with Black Lives Matter, there's a whole tab on Netflix which you can go directly to. Um, and just watch anything from there but these are just a few standouts from um, the tag that I found so there's 13th there's Dear White People um, Time, The Khalif Browder Story and Becoming so those are some that you might just be interested in and then finally um, for LGBTQ plus and Black Presentation the books I'm about to read out are all by black authors and they all have black protagonists um there's you should see me in a crown by leah johnson or leah johnson sorry if i pronounced that wrong there's felix ever after by case and calendar um and that has black queer and trans representation and deals with transphobia quite a lot um the only black girls in town by brandy colbert which is a middle age like middle grade so like uh early year seven kind of age novel. The Black Flamingo by Dean Atter. Um, Cinderella is Dead by Kaylin Brayon. Meet Cute Club by Jack Harbin. Full Disclosure by Cameron Garrett. And Jack in the Box by Ryan Douglas, which is a supernatural horror story. So Neat. Those are like all the resources I've compiled together. Um, so I'll put all the links that I've mentioned in the description below. But, um, yeah, no. Um, I hope, like, this podcast has been informative for our listeners um, and that, like, we continue to work towards a better and brighter future for black people. Yes. But, yeah, no, thank you all for listening. I hope um, the links we've provided have will help in some way. Um, but you know, our next episode, um, I think we're going to be talking about J.K. Rowling and um, <laughs> some transphobic issues that she has been spouting recently. But yeah, no, um, I hope this podcast 
helps educate some people if it can. We're still learning ourselves and yes. Shakira and I are going to continue to learn and grow and try and support um, the black community as much as we possibly can. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you. <laughs>